Welcome to Discovering SCP. My name is Igor. I am delighted to make your acquaintance. This place exists between dream and reality. Mind and matter. It is a room that only those who are bound by a podcast may enter. Two idiots are reading the tarot cards over the intercom. Please cover your ears and await further instructions. Go. Sasuke, he's really cool. Welcome back to Discovering SCP, the only podcast that has Sasuke from Naruto as the special guest. Say hello, Sasuke. I'm Sakura, the beautiful. Yes, yeah, Hello, my name is Sasuke, but some know me as Darnell. Wow, um, incredible. Guys. I fixed the mic clipping by putting the mic where my eyeball is. Now we can hear his vision. Can you hear it? Inside your yeah. soul? Can you can you hear the, the sights of the dam? Wow. The souls that well up from this ancient Indian burial ground I'm on top of? Incredible. Incredible stuff. This is a first for podcasting, folks. This is a first for me. My life, my livelihood. I'm back in work at the moment. Just an update on Tanhani's life. So that is why I sound so sad. <laughs> you, you guys don't know this, but Tanhoni actually has two looks. He looks either like Yoko Taro, or he looks like a sad crying puppy. And that's, he looks like a <laughs> and now I'm right like now. a hybrid right now. It's horrifying <laughs> to behold. Yeah, it's Yoko Taro with dog ears, and instead of a grin, the curves of the mouth are curved downwards. Like this video if you would pet Tanhoni dog. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore if Satan. One of those dogs with human faces, but it's just Yoko Taro's face. Please, pet me. It's what we both want. It would make me feel so exquisite. Don't be shy now. I'm here for you. Alright, Tan Honey, so what's your theme? We have an actual theme this episode. This is unheard super, of. Super high school themed episode. Yes. No. So this is another group of interest episode. We're going to be looking at a group of interest. Uh-huh. Steve Goy. It is. It is. It's great. Let's get right into it. We have four. Count them. One. Two. Three. Four. SCPs. Yes. We're going to begin with SCP-248. Whoa! We're going back to series one? We do what we want on this fucking podcast. Uh, I want to get moving so I can read 5,000, because if one more person asks us to read 5,000, I'm probably going to kill it. How about I kill you? Let's begin uh, with SCP-248, called... Right, well, you have to give me the link. There I just is. did. It's called 110%. Yeah, that's how much how much effort I put into this podcast. Wow. <laughs> oh, I hate myself. Alright, let's do this. And this is by Sir Mize. Sir... Oh, that's a clever name. Get it? Because I'm oh, oh, Mr. Mize, <laughs> you're quite witty. <laughs> what? It's like with Sir. Never mind. Let's just go. Item number SCP 248. Object class Safe. Special containment procedures. SCP is to be kept in a fireproof safe in Dr. Mize's office, unless being used directly for testing purposes. The safe has a keypad style opening mechanism. Secure. Any personnel of at least level 2 security clearance have full permission to access the SCP as a numeric code is redacted. How the fuck do I access it? I do not know. I'm sorry. 
description. I'm getting that the numeric code is 1738. Oh, I don't get it. It's SCP-248 a is a 25-page booklet of stickers, each reading 110% for small pressed imprint of the words The Factory right. in the bottom right corner. I'm going to make a guess right now is that whenever you put it, it makes something 110% of what it is. You're a genius. The booklet itself is 7.5 centimeters in height and 15 centimeters in length. Each page. Wow, you know, I said, I said I liked all the scientific mumbo jumbo, but at least maybe I just hadn't read it in a while, or maybe it's just this case. But this is a little overboard. Yeah, I don't I need think to know it that. It's a notebook. It doesn't matter. Each page of the SCP contains two, two of the stickers, making a total of what would be 50. 50... One sec. Hmm. What happened? Okay. Did you lose steam? Oh, did little Tanhony cry? Did he lose all his steam? Did he maybe pee his pantaloons? I would appreciate it if we have to cut out you'd stop talking so I can find it in audacity. Oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize it was a cutout moment. I thought you were just grabbing a water. Yeah, hold on. Where was I? You were at 50. Du -du -du. I'll just start that sentence again. Each page yeah. of SCP-248 contains two, two of the stickers making a total of what will be 50, 50, but circumstances before its discovery have left only 49, 49 stickers. So I know you like it, Donnell, but I don't like it when it says the number twice. I No, I don't like it in this case either. I think it's extremely excessive. I like it. It makes more sense to me when it's something like, um, said, like, like a large number, and it's like for a scientific purpose, like the perimeter must have this much thick steel. I don't really need to know the size of the notebook. Thick right? steel. Like, it's not relevant for that. Thick steel. So description. Wait, I already saw the description. I'm sorry for ruining your life by talking in the part you need to cut out. I didn't realize that was a part you would need to cut out. <laughs> now I can't cut out when this part doesn't make sense. <laughs> See what I did? I created less work for you with my brilliance. Wow, now it's comedy. Yep. So SCP-248 was discovered at a small house in blank Georgia. The I'm just going to guess Atlanta because that's the only city I know in Georgia. Of course, it's the only city in Georgia. I apologize yeah. to the state of Georgia. I did not mean to uh, destroy anyone when I said yeah. that. I know it was quite a big roast, but maybe maybe you had it coming. The object came to the Foundation's <laughs> attention after one one of the stickers was placed on an old, half-disassembled tractor in the family's barn by the youngest son, Ronnie Rock. The tractor was suddenly able to operate as if it were fully functional, despite lacking much of the engine and frame. Agents removed the SCP and the tractor from the family in exchange for a bogus coupon for free pesticides for the farm. Do oh, we... you know, just for generic free pesticides. Do we, in do we need to know this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the family was administered standard Class A amnestics. Why do you need the bogus coupon? Why give them the coupon? Now when they come out of the amnestics, they're going to be like, why do we have this coupon? Dr. Miser received SCP-248 upon its arrival to Site-69. And took deep interest in its apparent abilities. Whenever it's blank, I'm now going to say it's site So in this case, this is one of those writers where he has his own doctor. Yes. He's surmise. The tractor is now labelled SCP-1. See addendum-1 for testing of it. Testing of SCP-248 has oh, been approved by Dr. Mize. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say that last sentence. You skipped it over in the reading well, but the way they wrote it was like, now labeled 248-1, see addendum 248-01 for testing of 248 tests. It's like so much. <laughs> see addendum-2 and below for preliminary tests. Remaining stickers, 46. 46. 
Let's get right. into it. Do you want a popcorn for this first test? Sure. And this is bizarre because this is the first time I think we've seen a denims that aren't like a thing you can open and close. They're just there. Yeah, this guy. This guy's crazy. All right. Do you want me to go first for you, buddy, Bucko? Please do. Please do. Addendum 248-01. SCP-248-1 is a 1979 John Deere tractor in an extremely rusted state. Most of the engine is missing, apparently from a restoration that was never completed. The frame is also partially missing near the rear of the tractor where the driver would be positioned. We've all been there. Yeah. Am I right, brother? (laughs) Country memes, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) A sticker from 248 is located near the back behind the left wheel. Upon turning the key to the ignition, 2481 starts up and operates as if it were in pristine Ooh, if condition. if I had one, I smile, baby. <laughs> it is capable of achieving speeds up to 42 kilometer per hour. Now, hold up. Woo-hoo-hoo! I thought we was in the good old states of America. Why are we using that metric crap? You fool. We use met- This is the only thing that they use on the SCP wiki. It's always meant to be metric. Timmy. You fool. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought you meant to be American. I am American. Oh, you used to weep. Slightly faster than a typical tractor of that specific model. Though the tractor operates with no engine, gasoline is still required to maintain power. Now, the next line I'm about to read you was crossed out, so keep that in mind. Why? Why have they done that? It says, further testing is required to understand whether or not the tractor would operate without a gas tank. (laughs) We are now no longer crossed out, fellas. Removal of the gas tank resulted in 248-1 becoming non-functional in all aspects. The whole of SCP-248-1 is to be held in Hangar 69 of Site 69. Future tests regarding the need for fuel but lack of engine to create forward motion. <laughs> they dug up something quite strange, didn't they, Cletus? <laughs> yeah, that's right, Papa Joe! Wee, wee, wee! Woo-hoo. I don't know what country person says wee wee wee, but I'm running out of things to say. I love my Nintendo wee wee. <laughs> Hell my wee to get a wee. Testing of SCP-248 on a Dell brand computer. A uh, sticker from... Oh, this is a Dan emoji, by the way. Oh. A sticker from 248 was placed on the motherboard of the computer, which was then started up like usual. The speed of the computer was greatly enhanced, as noted by Dr. Something. Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Dr. Who? Ivo Robotnik. Ivo Robotnik. Uh, the owner of the computer. <laughs> he works for the SCP Foundation, if you didn't know. <laughs> Diagnostics of the PC revealed the disk space to have increased from its maximum of 250 gigabytes to 275 gigabytes, as expected. Wow, almost like that's 110% of that. Amazing. Incredible. The RAM had also reached the expected 110% efficiency. However, the interior was also experiencing similar results. The heat sink was pulling off... 10% more heat than usual, and the conductivity of the wiring was allowing electricity to flow 10% more smoothly than the best modern superconductors. Wow. I would love to use this to play Fortnite. Me too. Fortnite music. Why the wiring is achieving such a high rate. Actually, do you want to play Fortnite with me? Should we just end the podcast? Uh, I'm going to cut the video now, so when it comes back, assume we played Fortnite. Wow, that was a lot of fun. Oh, I thought we were going to leave a space so you could cut it. What do you mean? I did. Oh, right, of course. Why the wiring is achieving such a high rate of non I can't believe I won. Um, excuse me, we were on the same team. That's how Fortnite works. I killed you. But (laughs) that was unnecessary. (laughs) Anyway, compared to the heatsink slightly above optimal cooling, it's not understood at this time. Removal of the battery rendered the computer useless, just as in addendum 248-01. 
Further study of SCP-248 and power supplies has been noted for future tests. Dr. Ivor Robotnik's computer is now labeled Dash 2 and is to be kept in Dr. Mize's top desk drawer. He just stole this guy's computer. That's so fucked up. That's his gaming PC. He needs that to kill that hedgehog. (laughs) Doctor, the drawer is open via numeric keyboard, the password to which is uh, redacted. That's the password. What is it? That's the password, redacted. Oh, clever. Dr. Mize has requested that future tests regarding electronics attempt to focus, at least partially, on the implications of this high conductivity. Some form of electricity producing turbine or power plant could potentially increase energy production a thousandfold. Look at Dr. Mize, look at this smart guy, he gets to keep all the tests. By the way, did you know that if you put a one of these stickers on a regular human being, it just turns into tan honey? Yeah. I'm wearing five of them right now. I'm going to popcorn it off to you here and let you do the last two Very addendums. well. I'll tell you about hap- what happened in addendum 248-03. Thomas that, Jefferson. That incident <laughs> where that man was involved. Oh god, they re- I just read the first sentence. Let us down. begin. Testing of okay. SCP-248 on organic matter. A sticker from SCP-248 was placed onto the forearm of a Class D, who volunteered to work with this unknown SCP, rather than being transferred to Site-19 for Keta duty. <laughs> Foolish. Initial reaction to the sticker yielded no results. Subject received NONE of the additional enhancements as seen in previous tests. After 60 minutes of exposure, the subject was still unchanged. Well, guess it was a failure. Time to move on to the next edition. I am speaking! Retrieval of the sticker was ordered to test the item's adhesive properties. <laughs> Agent had difficulty removing the sticker, while the subject was claiming to experience extreme pain during the attempted retrieval. After a small talk with Dr. Mize, Agent Batman removed the sticker with much of the subject's skin still stuck to it. <laughs> And he was you! No, I don't want it! Microscopic examination revealed that the resin had bonded to the subject's flesh in the same way navy grade tape bonds to the sides of submarines to withstand tremendous pressures. That's like a JoJo metaphor. Did you guys know that this is actually Tan- the way Tanhoney speaks when he's not around you guys? But, but this is like a JoJo metaphor. It's like, it, it felt like an icicle metaphor. was stuck up my ass. It's, <laughs> it's like, what, what's that metaphor J- Dio used when he's fighting Jotaro? It's so dumb. It's like, you're like a student scrambling yeah. to finish your death <laughs> at the last minute. It's so random compared to everything else. I love that. Chemical testing of the resin itself shows it is consistent with average mass-produced resin used in everyday scotch tape. The chunk of skin was labelled dash-free by Dr. Mize and is now held in a vacuum-sealed plastic container. It is stored in the same fireproof safe as SCP-248 in Dr. Mize's office like every fucking thing else on Site-69. Yeah, Jesus. He's just, is, is, this, is, hoarder. This SCP just, is this SCP just his way of stealing everyone else's crap? He's a hoarder. Yeah. Well, These no, stickers I mean, don't do he- shit. He steals the computer, he steals the sick tractor, now he's stealing people's skin for his own... Dr. Miser, previously known as Dr. Tannany. Yeah, Dr. is more like Dr. Yikes. Yeah, this guy's bad news. Let's get to Addendum 4. This is a different guy reading this one out now. (laughs) 
Addendum 248-04. Alright, I actually this glasses. for a better guy to read this. <laughs> I'm immortal. Testing oh, of SCP-248 on SCP-248-1 straightens glasses. Attempted removal uh, of sticker. Agent Batman asked it's Okay. Agent Batman asked to try and remove the sticker with his fingers. This is even worse now. After you just a few house. moments of failed attempts at scratching it off, Agent Batman <laughs> is given tools to use. Tweezers, a pair of pliers, a pocket knife. A chisel. Maybe I should just mix and a drink. The hunting if we're do knife this. had no effect on the sticker itself. This test, along with test two four eight three, confirmed that the adhesive had properties beyond our understanding. Mm, speeding up a little bit. After failing to remove the sticker, a second sticker was added near the first to test if SCP had stackable abilities. The first Ooh. speed trial observed dash one reaching eighty four kilometers per hour. Which is indeed 220%, wink. Oh my god, it's like when you put different pieces of gear on in an RPG. <laughs> however, however, after a 15 minute period, the tractor showed advanced signs of oxidation were. After a total of 36 minutes of use with both stickers, the SCP had almost completely turned to rust and lost all form. At this point, the stickers fell free from the pile of rust and were gathered by Dr. Mize for testing. Yeah, sure, stick them in the cupboard, am I right? <laughs> Results show that the reason had formed a chemical bond as of the biological matter, and only broke that bond after the original composition of the matter attached to it changed. It should be noted there was no longer resin on the sticker, and they no longer stick to surfaces. SCP-248-1 neutralized. Okay. Oh. Now we have to give Dr. Mize a voice after all we've learned about him. I've got this. Oh, I've got this. Please. If this item is mass-produced, make it is assumed that other... Factory SCPs were. We could have potentially struck gold! If a power grid can be made to function without the degenerative effects of SCP-248, free-flowing power could be possible at room temperature! <laughs> I will personally begin researching the factory and its whereabouts as soon as High Command approves. Love, Dr. Mize. That's what he sounds like. Sounds like a really coked up Igor from Persona. Welcome to Discovering SCP. Oh, My that's... name is Igor. You should do the Igor voice for this, this version's intro when well, you record that. I'm sure the viewer already knows whether I did that. Yeah. So it's like a reverse cliffhanger. Yeah, they'll like come to it and be like, wow, I It all comes together! <laughs> or on the flip side, you could just do something completely off-brand of what I uh, what I suggested and just weird them out. Mm. So, why did What did you think of SCP twenty forty eight? Well, to be fair, I had a little bit more fun goofing than actually reading the article. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not a bad article by any means. It's just really basic, and it feels kind of like you mentioned a lot of series one items had sort of a magic item feel to it. Yeah. It feels closer to an 005 than an SCP to me. Um, I know that 005 is a meme for you guys, but, like, you know what I mean. Like, it just feels more like a magic item than a, a really enticing SCP, and for that, I'll probably give it, like, a 5 out of 10. I understand you, yes. Yeah. But, nevertheless, I had fun goofing with you reading it, and I also like the idea of, like, taking a nuke and slapping ten of these on it and just <laughs> destroying the universe. <laughs> That'd be pretty tight. Alright, so what's next? 
So next is SCP-750. And this one is called A Different Outlook on Life. Wait the... a minute, you said there was a theme to this, but there was no group of interest in the first one. You sure? Yeah. So this one, uh, the author has unfortunately deleted their account and I couldn't find out who they were. So this is the this is an unknown figure, a masked writer in a cloak. Well, the first person to edit it after them was Dexanote, so should we... I don't want to give Dexanote credit, but uh, well, you could find it probably under his edits. So if you dig really far back. Well, no, because the account's been deleted, so I can't. Dexanote's account has it. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't edits. matter. Well, it doesn't matter, because... It's my whoever is editing. The person who made it has deleted their account. They will not show up. No, I know the person won't show up, but if you want to find this article and you're too dumb to look up SCP-750 on Google, you could go to Dexnote, go to his edits, and you okay. can find it with him. That's a very roundabout method. You could use the main list, I guess. But... Okay. Well, I don't know what the main list is because you won't let me touch it. It's the list of SCPs that you go on so to access them. you don't know who them. this person was. Is this like an SCP you're very fond of? Also, what is the group of interest that's supposed to be the theme? Well, there was no group Let's get into time. it. Alright. I have lots of questions. You've really <laughs> hyped me up, Dan. If this isn't the perfect uh, four SCPs you've picked, I'll be sorely disappointed. So, no pressure. Item number, SCP-750. Object class, Safe. Special containment procedures. The SCP presents no threat unless applied directly to a human eye, and so shall be kept in Dr. Langley's office until all relevant tests and studies are completed. Yeah, just throw it in a drawer. All yeah. instances of the SCP are to remove, be removed from the previous unit user after testing has been completed, whereafter they are to be cleaned and returned to their included case. Case? Case? where it breaks my immersion, because every contact lens has a specific prescription, so not just anybody could use it. Okay. Description. SCP is a group of 24, 24 contact lenses, designed presumably to correct myopic or hypermetropic vision. Yay, when, science! When a pair of the SCP is applied, they attach to the cornea and become unable to be removed physically by the wearer, although others can still remove them. You oh, that's so creepy. You have to have someone else take them out for yeah. you. Someone digging Please, in your eye with their sir. fingers. Just a oh. little pluck. Oh, just a little pluck for Mr. Langley. Users of SCP report an immediate blurring of their vision after application, followed by a period of extreme dizziness. When the user recovers from this daze, they describe a change in perception. This change seems to worsen with time, and prolonged exposure to the object will cause a wearer to permanently suffer the noted effects of SCP, even when the item has been removed from the corner. Cornea? In addition, the corner? Yeah. <laughs> in addition to affecting... The the, that's what I said, yeah. The wearer's sense of touch, smell, hearing, and taste. The only method of treatment at this point is to sever the optic nerve of the affected eye. Personnel exposed to the SCP have reported the following alterations to the vision. Man-made walls, ceilings, and floors being covered in a substance described similarly to biofilm. The sky being a dark red colour with clouds always appearing to be black. Edgy! Food items instead resembling a collection of dismembered human limbs, organs, and viscera. Mm, delicious. Visions of small insects emerging from pores on their skin. Mm -mm. God, I wish. That sounds delicious. Viewed written language becoming an unidentified language. Oh, I just don't understand language, period. Works of art changing. Paintings depict violent scenes from human history. And statues become descriptions of unworldly creatures. Unworldly? Is that is that scientific? I think they mean to say otherworldly. Mm. Not identifiable with any known species. 
Also, paintings depict violent scenes from human history. Uh, paintings already do that. Well, not all of them. of them do. Now Mona oh. Lisa's got a gap. Yeah. Mona Lisa's got a Glock. <laughs> That's the same <laughs> joke, okay. <laughs> In addition, those affected will react with violent revulsion to other human beings as well as ignoring any attempt to engage in interpersonal conversation or communication. This is me. Prolonged exposure to SCP can and has resulted in schizophrenia, PTSD, DID, and antisocial personality disorder. And that is me. Addendum. SCP was discovered by Dr... Langley. No, it's a different doctor. I know, but I'm going to say it's Langley. Dr. Greel... Just a lot of Greal. Lot. Greal is not a better name than Langley. After he ordered a pair of X-ray specs from a back page issue, Wait, uh, hat in issue four. How many E's does that have to be to be Five. Greal? <laughs> right, in issue four of Dirty Dan's magazine, and instead <laughs> received a case containing SCP-750. The case well, also <laughs> the case also contained a page of instructions. Which are transcribed below. Hold on, before that, what does Dirty Dan's magazine write about? Uh, it's a porno. Oh, okay, we're just going right there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Why was there an ad for contacts in it? To see through people's shirts and pants. Mm. Alright, go, go ahead. <clears throat> and this is what the message said. Hey, true believers. Thank you for ordering your new amazing see-through specs. Fresh from your friends here at the factory. Included oh, that's with... the group of interest. That's the factory. Yeah. Included within is your purchase, a lifetime guarantee asterisk, and a phone number to contact us should your friends get jealous and want the same power you've got now. Yeah, what... it wasn't clear enough in the first article. I thought by factory SCPs, they just meant SCPs that seem to have been like manufactured, mm -hmm. kind of like the, the worker statue right. that we read about the other time. But the... I get now that's the group. Wondering exactly how your new eyes work? Simple. Just take one of the included lenses and get in real good and close to your old peepers. Your new purchase will take over from there. Have fun! Wow! Amazing friends with new ability to see through their lies! Zippy! Show off at school! No teacher can hide anything from you anymore! Amazing! Discover secrets! Find hidden treasure! Know the unknowable! Anything is possible for you now! Refunds not guaranteed. Little, uh... Warning: Gazing directly at the truth may cause you to reconsider your miserable existence. Use of caution. Oh. Notes: The phone number and guarantee mentioned above was not included in Doctor Greel's ordered case. Oof. Guess he got ripped off. Um, again, I don't really like this one. It feels once more kind of like a magic item, and there isn't really any narrative. Like, I feel like they could have gone somewhere with things you could see, right? Like an interesting addendum based off that, but they just they barely touch the surface of it and then just quickly move on. And I feel like if they had taken the time to establish some examples mm. um, beyond just a quick bullet list or like maybe an experiment done with it, or even probably yet like a story behind it of someone who did it and saw something they should have, etc. I feel like it could have been a lot more, but as it is, it really is just kind of bland. Something they should have? Like a like a post box? What are, you, what are you saying? You mean something they shouldn't have? You said something they should have. Uh, hang on, I'm sorry, what are you saying? You said someone who saw something they should have. Shouldn't have, is what I meant. It's <laughs> like a postbox, a normal postbox, just a one goal of shit. <laughs> oh, they see the stalker mailbox we read about. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, I, as it is now, I just feel like this is a wasted potential SCP, to be honest. 
I'm sorry for being so rough. I mean, I'm sure whoever made this, um, you know, it, it's not like terrible or anything, but I give this one like a four out of ten. It has even less for me than the last one. What about you, Tan? What do you think? I'm I'm a bit more merciful just because these are earlier SCPs. These are series one. Um, yeah. I, I, mean, I let know, stuff it's go. Not like I'm trying to be like, how dare you write these? You suck. You know, I know that it's the backs upon these people who were the first to try it that the newer SCPs have been made. But I mean, I still want to give an honest criticism of, of them and not just say they're amazing because they're the old ones. Right. Of course. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I don't have as much of a hat in the ring. I'm allowed to be a little meaner because I'm not really a, a, a solid part of yeah, the SCP. Yeah, they can't strike back at you. Yeah, the community. Like, because, you know, there's a certain respect in the community they hold for each other's members. So as an outsider, I can, like, talk shit without anyone in the community having to say what they're thinking. <laughs> you will shake up this established order. <laughs> yeah, we'll show them all. But can you defeat the four SCP demon generals? <laughs> Who are they? One of them's Peanut for sure. <laughs> what are the other ones? Um, I don't know. DJ Cactus has to be one of them. It definitely has to be the Plague Doctor. You won't let me read that. Everyone keeps talking about. Well, maybe read That's it. Well, maybe one. read it. <laughs> Let's read it next episode. No promises. Sure. DJ Cactus is a worthy demon general. I don't know if I want to defeat him though. He seems cool. Okay, well let's let, let's stop talking about how we're gonna fight DJ Cactus because he is very let's he's cool. On to the next one. Hopefully they'll be less disappointing. Whoa, I'm, calm I'm down. <laughs> yeah, what's number three on this the one? Is called actually we're running through these pretty fast. Do you have a backup fifth one? Don't worry, it our last one is pretty long. Okay, I trust you. So here is SCP nine five eight. This one's called General Beep. General Beep? This is, is that a curse word? Oh, did you write this? No, this is by Twisted Gears. Okay, hi Twisted Gears. It is Sorry, a rewrite of one of my articles. So. Is it? Yes. Is it actually? It is, yes. How did you know instantly that I had a hand in it? Are you, are you being for real? I am being for real. Because I recognized the kind of toy robot looked the exact same as the robot you had, and I was like, that's too stylistically convenient for Tan to not have had influence in this. Yeah, so I wrote the, uh, the original General Beep, it wasn't that good, and then Twisted Gears made it good. Okay. So I fucking knew it. You tried to hide it from me! <laughs> I wanted to give full credit. Will this be the first Tan article I don't like? Who knows? Item number, SCP-958. I didn't call it the Tan article, Twisted Gears wrote it. Sorry, I don't mean to... Diminish your input, Twisted Gears. I'm excited to read this. Object class, Safe. So in its present state, I'd say this is pretty much almost solely Twisted Gears creation, so there's very little okay. of me in there. I'm going to give you, so no matter how much I like this, you're getting zero credit. Well, yeah, but Just also, if, if you don't like it, it doesn't harm me. Okay. Special containment procedures. SCP-958-A instances be contained in storage unit 11 at site blank in an active state. 958-B instances be contained in storage unit 13 at site blank if neutralization is not feasible. So I'm going to guess one is like commanders and the other is soldiers. Let's see. Description. I mean, yeah. Dash A is a humanoid toy robot composed primarily of plastic and tin. Dash A is 19 centimeters tall and has a mass of 214.8 grams. The words General Beep by Dr. Wondertainment are inscribed upon the bottom of its right foot. So here's what's interesting to me. Does this imply Dr. Wondertainment works with this factory? Let's find out. When okay. activated via switch on the back of its head, Dash A becomes capable of speech and limited autonomous movements. It will use these to actively seek out a child under the age of 13. Uh-oh. Ooh, uh-oh! <laughs> Yikers! While it will respond to those of or over the age of 13, it will often attempt to redirect conversation towards aiding it in finding a child. No. Very creepy. Also, interesting note about this one. Unlike, 
I forgot what the name of the one, the other one you made was, but that one just Everybody? was like alive and you dealt with it. This one you can turn off its alive feature. Patch <laughs> <laughs> note. Yeah, we we realized that the last one potentially murdered people and could cause severe damage, so now you can turn that off. When exposed to a child under the age of 13, Dashay will frequently discuss historical military accomplishments and will often suggest exposing other children to it or other instances of Dashay. These conversations exhibit no compulsive effect and the child is able to deactivate Dashay via its switch without any resistance. Should the child express interest in what Dash A discusses and or plays with an active Dash A for a cumulative six hours, Dash A will give that child information on how to build an instance of Dash B. This information cannot be used by anyone other than the child in question. Attempts by other individuals to utilise it will result in anom anomalous creation with similar results when a previously exposed child turns 15, 13. Hang on, I'm a little lost. Which paragraph are you on again? I am on... I just finished the one that says with similar results when a previously exposed childhood. Yes, okay, I caught up, sorry. I was following along, but I got lost for a second. Further mental effects caused by Dash A are currently being studied. However, it's highly likely that Dash A somehow affects how children interpret Dash B in scenarios involving them. Furthermore, unconfirmed testimonies claim Dash A will suggest uses for Dash B in games and activities. For further information, see Addendum A. Alright, so watch me be about to be proved wrong, but so far this sounds fairly innocuous. Dash... I mean, it's a, little, it's a little odd, but, you know, it's just playing with the kid. Dash B are objects created using the knowledge empowered by Dash A. Dash B instances vary greatly in appearance and function, but all recorded instances have been weapons of some form created from a wide variety of miscellaneous objects, with uh, Com yeah. footnote common Which... examples include condiment bottles, planks of wood, glass bottles, duct tape, and rubber bands. Okay. Ammunition and payloads used by Dash B are unconventional and or anomalous, Notable examples include bursts of non-anomalous paint, toys and plush dolls injected at high speeds, and beams of focus light capable of melting steel. Oh, never mind. There's Wondertainment. Dash, uh, addendum A. The SCP was originally direct detected in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on 4-12-1986. Ooh, we don't usually get an exact date. That's fun. 13 children accompanied by 11 instances of Dash A and 15 instances of Dash B were seen walking to an abandoned industrial complex on the southern edge of the city. See, that's funny to me, because that means two kids were dual-wielding Dash B. <laughs> what a badass. The children entered one of the buildings after destroying its entrance with several Dash B. Foundation forces moved into the building in an effort to contain the SCP without harming the children. Beyond the door that would otherwise contain the facility's furnace was an extra-dimensional space that was similar to the rest of the building, albeit heavily degraded and rusted. So this is where it's starting to lose me a little, because this has been pretty fun, but my immersion got broken when it said they tried not to harm the children. <laughs> I do not feel like the Foundation cares enough. So within the extra-dimensional space, the MTF encountered dozens of non-anomalous individuals, with most suffering from injuries likely caused by industrial accidents, within a room filled with dilapidated industrial equipment. Objects produced therein all had the factory emblazoned on them. Uh, so we definitely worked with the factory. Most of the children were using the Dash B instances to attack the equipment and a single anomalous entity with multiple limbs. Well, Do we need to click on that entity link? No. Okay. While two were using non-lethal Dash B to incapacitate those who tried to interfere, including the MTF. So Wonder Team V versus the factory there. Huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the shooter so in the shower. Wonder Team was fighting against them. He wasn't the one who made the A's. Well... He made the A's, but they're fighting the factory. Yeah, the A's aren't the ones with the factory emblazoned on them. No. Okay, interesting. As the MTF priorities evacuating the workers, 
to. Duh, duh, duh. The fact that workers claim to have entered the factory floor as early as 1928, despite not matching the age that would require. Those who could were reintegrated into society, but with the remaining number integrated into the D-class program. No! Yikes. So wait, is this the destruction of the factory? Well, it's a factory location, not necessarily the factory. Oh. The children were able to terminate the anomalous entity and reduce it to ash prior to the Foundation being able to disable them. Upon the death of the entity, all power in the facility was lost. The children then allowed themselves to be captured and the SCPs deactivated and confiscated. Debriefing of the children revealed no major cognitive changes and none exhibited signs of acting under anomalous compulsion. They all claimed they'd been playing the game, the rules and location of which were suggested by their dash A. Each were given amnestics and returned to their caretakers with suitable cover stories without issue. As of 24... Well, the fact that they destroyed an anomalous entity leads me to believe it was THE factory. Well, yeah, but not the, the, the HQ, I mean. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm thinking. Uh, is that a mass-produced entity? Because entity makes me think unique, which makes me think HQ. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe not. As of 2014, none of the children or their families have been detected to be part of any anomalous phenomena. While four other instances on Dashe have been recovered since, no other assaults on locations held by the factory have been detected to date. Ooh, yay, we have a thing. Let's get an interview. Right. Which one do you want to you be? You want to be Agent Jovago or SCP? I think agent. you want to be SCP. I know you want... Oh, you want to be the agent? Yeah, my voice is tired. Okay, I, I thought you were liking the robot. I'm down to be SCP. Hello, SCP-NAR58-A. That's General Beep to you, Lieutenant. Ah, sorry. Hello, General Beep. I want to ask you some questions. Permission to speak freely? At ease. Ask away. Where do you come from? General Beep is the intellectual property of Dr. Wondertainment. See, there's some similarities already with your robot guy. Of course you are. Well, can you tell me about the child you were with? Ellen was a good little soldier. Very creative thinker. I miss her. She was good at listening. What kind of things would you tell her? Of the many human militaristic accomplishments throughout history, such as the people it has freed and the technological advances it has funded. What about telling her how to create SCP-958-B? Weapons. Weapons? We confiscate what Ellen described as a laser rifle, which I personally watched Mel conveyor belt. We're pretty sure one of the kids was pushing an ID around a little red wagon. What's an IED? Improvised explosive device. Ah. There seems to be a misunderstanding, Lieutenant. Those are toys, like myself. The children use them to play games. So storming that place was a game? A very fun game to eliminate Dr. Wondertainment's capitalist competition. What if the children hurt themselves with these toys? And that place was really dangerous. Dr. Wondertainment is not liable for any personal or property damage or loss which may result from the operation of General Beed. However, I did make sure Ellen had her Dr. Wondertainment's Young Surgeon's Transplant Kit with her. Footnotes as CSCP-1103 for more info. Well, maybe another day. Yeah. How considerate. One thing I don't get. Why not just say an army of little robots? Or big robots? Dr. Wondertainment can mass-produce things with that much power. Why does he need outside help? Why involve kids at all? Because Dr. Wendertainment is a toy maker, 
idiot. Or what'd you say? Stupid idiot. Okay, these last few sentences are not part of the article. <laughs> End log. I like this one a lot more than the other ones. I, I just have a soft spot for Dr. One Entertainment. There was a story being told here. We got some context for what happened. We are hinted at a little bit of perhaps a feud between One Entertainment and the factory. We have a fun interview log with one of the instances. It was also one of the few times where children weren't hurt or like had something extremely bad happen to them in SCP, which is always a plus. So I really like this one. I'm going to give it like a, an 8 or a 9 out of 10. Nice, and nice. I'm going to give it a plus. Oh, wait, I have to log in. Give me a minute to log in. Will he do it? Will he do it, people? Oh. Oh. Yes, I did it. I've logged in and I've hit the plus button. I'm so happy. And yes. now for our final SCP of the episode. What were your thoughts? You said this guy basically rewrote it for you. How do you feel about it now? I like it. It's better than what I had, yes. Yeah. I mean, that goes for most people who write things are better than what you write, but you know what I mean. It's just how it is, right? Dan? And that was Discovering SCP, everyone. We'll be starting a new podcast next week where we kill <laughs> Darnell over the course of 19 episodes. So look forward oh. to it. Landon. Well, let's get to the next SCP. Uh, SCP-748 by Metaphysician. Why didn't we read that before 750? Then we could have gone in numerical order. Because I don't give a fuck. Right. Well, this one's definitely been edited recently because it has yeah, all the new Yeah, this one's crap, a yeah. bit newer than the newer ones. And this one's called Industrial how Dissolution. They, how'd they make a new one in Series 1? I assume the old it? 748 got deleted for whatever reason. They jumped in. Bizarre. Okay, so who was this by? Metaphysician. Metaphysician. Okay. That's, that's a really cool it. name. I like that a lot. Yeah, this was written in 2015. Everything else in Series 1 was like written in 2010. Yeah. Let's All right. get into it. So I'm ready. Do, do, do. Item so what, number what's glam and caution mean? That's, that means it's uh, 2 out of 5 in terms of how much disruption it would do and 2 out of 5 and how, how much. Okay, I, I get the number scale. I just want to well, know. Well, that's what the fucking vlam means then. <laughs> I But I, I just want to know how much is 2 out of 5. Like, can I get an example? <laughs> Let me look at the guide then. You're supposed to be my guide through this. Low it's potential to disrupt the general population. Disruption is typically confined to a locality. Alright, and then what about risk class caution? The anomaly in question has a moderate risk potential. Individuals nearby will likely experience the effects of the anomaly, and these effects may cause discomfort or harm. Perfect. Alright, let's do it. Special containment procedures. The non-anomalous structure above the SCP has been converted into Site-68. In the event of a civilian encounter, security personnel are to employ non-lethal force in conjunction with the administration of amnestics. Oh wait, did we say this was a Euclid? It's a Euclid. Oh yes. A steel barbed wire fence must be maintained at a 4 kilometer radius around the SCP. Signs warning of toxic contamination are to be attached to the fence at every 3 meter interval. Alright, so is the SCP the area inside itself, or is it something within that perimeter? I Security has been increased in light of recent changes to the SCP. Researchers are to travel and work in groups of no fewer than three and must be accompanied by an armed escort at all times. Oh, you know what I bet this is based on the picture? Hmm? I bet this is one of the factories, like, factories. Security personnel to be equipped with helmet-mounted live audio-video recording devices, and all personnel must be equipped with a GPS tracking unit. Right. Description. The SCP is an abandoned industrial complex capable of mass production through anomalous technology. Located in Lowell, Massachusetts, SCP was constructed beneath a non-anomalous factory. SC the SCP's anomalous machines are rusted, damaged, and primarily disabled. 
Wow, that's pretty crappy if they're anomalous and could be broken down like anything else. Based on recovered documents, these machines would have required a level of power on power of a fusion reactor, but their intended power source has yet to be discovered. It's definitely the blood of innocence. The construction of SCP appears to be incomplete. Evidence of this includes walled doorways, dead-end halls, and wires and pipes that connect to nothing. Posters throughout the complex display motivational-slash-propagandistic slogans, including a hard worker is a happy worker, and active minds lead to idle hands, among others. First, and idle hands are the devil's playthings. The first subterranean floor is accessible via a collapsed portion of the SCP's surface interior. Metal signs designate the location as boarding 03 1200 I-21. The floor is characterised by eight hallways, cell blocks 1 to 8, each converging at a circular room equipped with a large mechanical lift. Cells are designed for the containment of workers. The floor is estimated to be designed for the capability of housing 4,000 to 6,000 individuals in crowded, unsanitary conditions. The second subterranean floor is a rectangular chamber. Despite its distance from the surface, it appears to be designed for the packaging and shipping of products. Local signs designate the floor Shipping 03 1200, uh, like an I symbol, 5190. The floor contains 21 mechanical lifts, including the central elevator. The lift's most likely used for the transportation of items from the assembly floor. Contained within are three machines of identical design attached to the southern, eastern, and northern walls, and are respectively labelled Notok, Greek, Greek God, God of the South Wind, Upok, Greek God of the East Wind, and Bopeyek, Greek God of the North Wind. You can, oh, hear the... The you can hear the fear in my voice in trying to pronounce them. Yeah, Jesus, who is supposed to... I don't even know you would say those... Also, there's no West Wind. Oh, no. Although disabled, recovered documents suggest that their purpose was related to the transportation of objects. The Western Wall appears to have once had such a machine, but it seems to have been destroyed. Ah, uh, that's what happened to it. These machines have since been classified as Dash 1. Heavily arrested crates were discovered haphazardly scattered throughout the area. The crates are non-anomalous, and the anomalous cargo has been transferred to Site Blank for study. Anomalous objects recovered from these crates include... So wait, rather than this being an SCP, it feels more like a collection of SCPs. Mm. Really? So 500 rocking horses, biologically alive, scream when observed, highly radioactive. 500 fur coats crafted from the pelts of various unknown species, perpetually on fire. These all sound like magic items I would give you in our D&D campaign. <laughs> Can I have one? Yeah. 2,000 rifles that superficially resemble the M1903 Springfield. No observable anomalies, but uh, Kant counters have registered them at over 50 humes. Suggesting... Is that named after a manual Kant? And if so, what are those supposed to be, a Kant counter? Well, they count the humes that we've discussed previously. Oh. Suggesting high levels of potential unreality. 800 bowler hats that cannot be removed once worn causes the wearer to expel wasps from every orifice. Delicious. 200,000 cigarettes. Direct inhalation transforms a consumer into a basking shark. Affected individuals will explode after complete transformation, a process requiring approximately 30 minutes. Hmm. 10 metric tons of rotten meat. Genetic analysis revealed a hybrid species of human, pig, and squid. Highly radioactive. The third subterranean floor is a semicircular chamber accessible via the central elevator. Signs designate this floor Production 03-1200, uh, Dash Omega. Dash Omega 91. The location is composed of conveyor belts, pneumatic tubes, electron tubes, and pipes, all of which connect to a large machine, since classified as Dash 2, located in the southern section of the chamber. 
based on recovered documents, Dashtree's intended purpose was roughly analogous to a molecular assembler, which is a theoretical device capable of guiding chemical reactions by positioning reactive molecules with atomic precision, also known as a universal constructor. However, its design and mechanics fail to correlate with such a hypothetical constructor or with established laws of nature, rendering the process entirely anomalous. Huh. It appears that Dash 2 suffered significant damage at some point in the past, an event likely rated to the SCP's neutralization. This is estimated to have occurred in the early 1950s, despite records Wait, stating that the surface factory this SCP, was... This SCP's already neutralized, how come it wasn't marked as that? Well, let's find out. Despite records stating that the surface factory was shut down and abandoned in 1915. Do we have to read history and discovery yes. related documents? Okay. So, the factory that would eventually house the SCP was built in 1882 by Randolph T. Metzger and initially functioned as a textile mill. It is speculated the SCP itself was clandestinely built between the years 1896 and 1908. Abandoned long before containment, the location was considered a popular, albeit dangerous, destination for exploration and the source of several urban legends, none of which are believed to be relevant to its anomaly. On 0904-1992... Hey, that's my birthday! This is you! Well, six years before I was born, but yeah, September 4th. The Foundation began its investigation after years of disappearances being attributed to the location. The SCP will be under Foundation containment by October of that year. Hello? Hi. Oh, sorry, I think you cut out for me. I got confused. So would you like to read out the biography bit, just so I can recover? Oh, I would... There's nothing that would make me happier than reading the biography of a fictional character. Okay. <clears throat> Randolph T. Metzger, 1840 to 1915, was an affluent textile magnate. Born to German immigrants, he was the object of significant praise, his life frequently cited as a rags-to-riches story. Owning several mills, his most profitable was located in the city of Lowell, Massachusetts, where he employed an estimated 70% of the local population. Metzger was also celebrated for his charitable contributions, including the management of Metzger's House for Wayward Youths and Organization for the Betterment of Man. Despite his charitable works, he remained a contemptuous figure in the eyes of organized labor. Conditions within the factory were reportedly dismal and devoid of safety regulations. His conflict with the labor movement would culminate in the bombing of the Lowell factory in 1895, resulting in 23 fatalities. The incident was blamed on anarchist provocateurs, and six men were arrested and executed for their involvement, despite a lack of evidence. The actual cause of the incident remains unknown, police refusing to investigate the matter further. Corruption is suspected. Metzger began to restructure his business enterprise in early 1896, resulting in the creation of what would later be classified as SCP-748. Approximate to this time, based on Metzger's private journal, aligned himself with an entity known as The Investor, which I assume is the guy behind the factory. Uh, there's a little footnote here that says, since classified as POI-296, currently un unidentified, they were such are capable of supplying anomalous tech. Okay. Metzger committed suicide on November 13th, 1915. His body discovered by constables after a mail carrier reported hearing gunshots in the vicinity of his manor. Autopsy revealed the cause of death to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. No brain matter was recovered, presumed by the coroner as having been eaten by a pet hound. His family and household servants were discovered missing, and their fates remain unknown. And then do you want me to read related documents as well? Uh, we'll do popcorn on those. Oh lord, these are... this is a long article. Alright. <laughs> I'll get the first couple done for you in popcorn off. Diary entry. Randolph T. Metzger, 1896. The deal's been made. I regret nothing. Necessary sacrifices. All of them. Simply good business. The investor has promised much, and soon I'll be richer than Croesus. 
Unsent Letter, Branna O'Donnell, 1897. Mom, this money should get you through the next month. Send my love to sis. Tell her I got her letter. Good news, Mr. Metzger's a changed man. The new factory is a marvel to behold, and the dormitories are so spacious. He said it isn't even finished yet. He even plans to increase our wages. Did the protests really get through to him? I don't know, but he seems sincere, always a smile on his face. The girls are just as happy, says the factory's going to be a model for the world. We don't feel just like workers anymore, like we're part of something bigger now. It ain't equal to Mr. Metzger, but it's certainly an improvement. Haven't seen his family in a while. His wife and boys used to visit a lot. Sincerely, Brianna. Diary entry, Lukia Chagkowski. Where does everyone go? So many floors. How many are here now? So hard to keep track. Was working with Sasha 202. We were speaking and then she was gone. You know uh, Lucha's a woman's name, right? What? Lucha's a woman's name, you know? Overseer says not to worry. I ask him again and he beats me. I don't know why. He has no face. I search for her today but can't find 202. Numbers keep moving. How the fuck am I supposed to... I guess I don't know Polish names. It hurts behind my eyes. Blood comes from my nose and ears. I don't know why I'm reading this enthusiast. Overseer says it's normal. I cannot let them see me cry, or they will use the punishment rod. What? No more. I am dying inside. Me too, bud. All right, popcorn, because clearly I can't do names. Randolph T. Metzger, 1902. The M machine has come online well ahead of schedule. Jaina's doors are locked to their intended destinations. An endless supply of raw materials. I desire outfits of finest silk. The machine creates it. I wish for toys, and toys it shall produce. The M machine can conjure forth every possible consumer good. I transmute flesh into bread and blood into wine. The factory bends to my will. The workers live at my mercy alone. I am God here. You know, if you actually scram the letters of Randolph T. Metzger, it's just Tanhony. Because this, I could literally imagine him saying all of this. <laughs> so, diary entry, Fiona Murphy, 1906. Let's see your female accent, Tan. This place is a prison. We cannot leave. <laughs> I won't even do it. Those outside the dun- this dungeon must not know. Always more workers. Hundreds. Thousands. The factory expands. The factors shifts. I heard the overseers. They say it is one of many, connected by the Janus doors. What do they mean? The walls move. Too many floors. Too many rooms. Can't keep track. Nothing seems real. My stomach churns and I vomit daily. They inject our meals. Just enough. Just enough to keep us alive and useful. The noise is deafening. The sound of machines and screams. And the toil never ends. People work themselves to death. And then are fed to that infernal machine. We make everything. Food, toys, clothes, and weapons. Unlike any I could imagine. Terrible, terrible weapons. We are allowed... Weapons of mass destruction, one might say. We are allowed four hours of sleep by often wake to the sound of harvest men. What are harvest men? (laughs) The scraping of metal on metal. In the morning, we sometimes find someone missing. We dare not question it. Need to keep our head down. Can't look them in the eyes. They aren't human. Not anymore. Tyrant Tree, Randolph T. Metzger, 1912. The investor dreams of war, a most profitable venture. This explains the current demands. I don't know where they are being sent. Why does this feel like Westworld? The investor prefers to keep me in the dark. I've become a cog in his machine and have grown dreadfully bored. This factory is bound to me. It grows too efficient, too perfect. I have no place in its future. Have I become obsolete? Suicide note, Randolph T. Metzger, 1915. 
This wasn't what I was promised. No. <clears throat> then the. You need me to take over? I'll, I'll, I'll continue. I can do it. Addendum. Right. On 5 14 1996, a blockage of bone and scrap metal, hey, that's you, was removed yeah. from several large pipes used throughout the complex. <laughs> this removal caused what? the pipes to flood with water, resulting in the loss of 11 personnel. Is that how I was born? From yes. The blockage of bone and the scrap metal? Yeah, that's, that's you. Delicious. Following this incident, electrical lights were enabled throughout the complex, flickering and dim, suggestive of low power. And an aperture opened where the central elevator shaft had previously terminated, connecting to an additional floor. The fourth subterranean floor is a spherical chamber accessible via the central elevator shaft. Metal signs designate the floor as Management 031200, Triangle 586. Contained within this floor are 200 pillar shaped machines attached to one another via copper wires, bronze pipes, and vacuum tubes. Each device houses a glass cylinder containing an unidentified green liquid and one preserved human brain. These brains are biologically alive, but have suffered damage consistent with lobotomy. These devices are classified as death-free, and connect to a large and intricate apparatus at the northeastern section of the floor, which has since been classified as Dash 4. Dash 4 is a 275-metric ton biomechanical machine related to the control and management of the SCP. Dash 4's mechanical component is comparable to an analog computer, albeit one of incredible complexity, while its organic component is a living human brain that claims to be Randolph T. Metzger. SCP-4's voice is often distorted and marred by static. It remains unknown how it's able to speak and hear. Can I be the SCP in this interview? Sure. And so interviewed right. is Randolph T. Metzger. Interviewer is Dr. Emerson. First official interview with Dash 4. <clears throat> Please state your name. I am Randolph Farius Metzger. Has the investor sent you? Does he finally wish to parley? After all these years... Okay, so they put his brain in a vat, and now he's a fucking supervillain? <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> uh, no, I wasn't sent by the investor. Tell me, how did you come to be in your current Do state? you think yourself my equal? Humble your tone and lower your head. I demand answers. Satisfy my desire, and perhaps I'll indulge your curiosity. Wow, you, so you totally went from 100 to, like, 25. <clears throat> Very well, Mr. Metzger. Ask your questions. If you are not one of his sycophants, then who are you? Um, it's sycophants. Uh, I am a researcher, nothing more. Does that sound- <laughs> Liar! Liar! I've been watching you with all my eyes. A researcher, yes, but don't play me for a fool. I'm afraid that information is confidential. Then you are a parasite and shall receive nothing. Closing scene. A request was made to Overwatch for a TOI agreement, trade of information, a limited control release of information, in order to gather presently unknown data. Request approved. Interview right. two. Interviewed is Randolph T. Metzger. Interviewer is Dr. Emerson. Second official interview. Alright. We agree to your terms. We are an organization that deals with anomalies such as yourself. <laughs> I'm an anomaly now? Oh, it's simply a trade secret. Being a brain in a jar. Now, now, there's no need to be snide. Will you answer our questions, then? Speak your words. I'll decide whether to answer or not. How did you come to be in your present state? I was utterly aghast, you know, at least at first. No doubt my enemies would have proclaimed Progetic justice or some rot. The investor was not punishing me. No, 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 no. Efficiency was increased. That was all that mattered. Who was the investor? 
a very wealthy man, wealthier than I, and I was the sixth wealthiest mechanic in the world. The five more affluent than I, they too were willing to serve the invisible hand of the markets. I know not his name or how he procured his fortune, perhaps every loose coin falls his way. There is a shadow market. There has always been a shadow market. <laughs> is that where they sell dark ketters? <laughs> where Rockefeller reigned by daylight, the investor ruled in darkness, and even Rockefeller bowed his head. The filth of this world, the dregs, the socialists, the parasites! They called us robber barons. If we were barons, then the investor was emperor. And none but us even knew he existed. In the end, he dared to put a stop to the project, saw the writing on the wall, knew he was losing control. Now go. I grow weary of conversation. Return later, if you must. A fortuitous conversation, although its bombastic speech renders it difficult to discern how much was mere hyperbole. Interview, interview three. Mm. Oh, go ahead. Interview Randolph Metzger, interviewer Dr. Emerson. Third official interview. Would you be willing to answer more questions? Ask, and you may receive. Okay. Uh, have you heard of Joe? No, I'm kidding. Uh, what can you tell me about this complex? What is its purpose? You call yourself a researcher. How can you not see its purpose? If you were my employee, I would have you stripped of your position and thrown into the crucible of scrap material. Meaning unknown, but presumably a component of 748. Allow me to correct myself. We know it is for manufacturing, but what is its larger purpose? How does it work? To take industry to its logical conclusion. And how it works? <laughs> A trade secret, my friend. We prefer to keep the upper hand. Well, at least I'm not the one clipping my mic this session. Am I right, boys? Well, in, uh, in, in, in universe, he was clipping. <laughs> we? Are you referring to those other brains? Those are merely additional places to store my memory. Thoughtless tools, nothing more. Do you think I am the only one? Many serve the investor. You don't even know the true scale of this place, do you? Please explain. No! I find this all terribly dull. Leave me be. It appears that SCP-748 is only one of many such factories. I find it peculiar that SCP-748-4 has a very limited interest in conversation. How else is it occupying itself? Perhaps I'm overthinking this. Anytime someone says that in a piece of media, that immediately means they're not overthinking it. So addendum. Six personnel of inexplicably vanished with the first incident occurring in 08-14-1986. Each individual was out of sight at the time of their disappearance, and in some cases were nearby but merely obstructed when turning a corner or moving behind a machine. The cause of these disappearances remains unknown. Security procedures have since been updated to address this concern. When asked about the disappearances, Dash 4 responded by stating... <laughs> you see how I started doing the accent before the line? <laughs> responded by stating, Accidents happen. Your safety is not my concern. It's one of those strong accents that's hard to let go of. Like, any time I try to do a dwarvish accent. And we have, uh... Oh God, there's a whole other SCP underneath, are you kidding me? Yeah, we have an updated version. Warning, <laughs> due to the ongoing nature of the SCP's containment breach, this document is incomplete and subject to change. 0512. Item number, 748. Level 4 secret. Disruption class Eki. Risk class Danger. And containment class Keta. Yeah. Special okay. containment procedures. The SCP and its related anomalies are currently uncontained. Special containment procedures to focus on the apprehension of SCP-748 products and the mitigation of mammon events. Description. SCP is a factory complex capable of anomalous manufacturing. It is not believed to be the only one of its kind and may function in tandem with potentially hundreds of such instances. GPS readings recovered from Site-68 revealed scattered pings across all continents but Antarctica. 
This suggests that the SCP may now be merged with these related instances and functioning as a single entity via dimensional anomalies. It is currently unknown when the SCP breached containment, but it is hypothesized that the Site-68's security became jeopardized shortly after discovery of Dash 4. The Foundation would not become aware of the breach until the first recorded Omega Mammon event, the destruction of Site-68 being a likely Alpha Mammon event. The fuck is a Mammon event? An Alpha Mammon event involves the harvest of materials and their transmutation to salable products. Research resources are gathered by instances of Dash 5 by any available means and make no distinction between living and non-living matter. Dash 5 entities appear roughly human but have undergone extensive mechanical and surgical augmentation. Their numbers are unknown, but they are believed to be composed from former workers of the SCP and Site-68 personnel. Dash 5 lacks skin appear to have undergone a process similar to plastination, a technique used in anatomy to preserve bodies or body parts, first developed by Gunther von Hagens in 1977. Water and fat are replaced with plastics, preserving anatomical properties and preventing decay, but employing a stronger, more flexible material. This is what I'm going to do to you when you get too tired for the podcast. No, that's gross. Attached to the back of Dash 5 are rusted iron cages, the tops of which are open and apparently designed for the collection of materials. Jesus, they like those things in the in Dark Souls 3 in <laughs> yeah. the Undead Settlement. They'll take me to the, to the Convenant. <laughs> The left hands have been replaced with tools, most commonly sickles or circular saws. The face has been completely excised, the hollow space housing a flaring horn, similar to those used in early phonographs. Dash 5 are able to render themselves intangible, during which they are unable to interact with the physical world and are capable of manifesting or demanifesting at any location. This in turn makes it practically impossible to contain a living specimen. Autopsies of deceased subjects, Dash 5 can be terminated through destruction of the brainstem, suggest that the mechanical components of Dash 5 self-destruct upon the deaths or disablement of their host, leaving the technology beyond repair and of little to no research value. Alright. An Omega Mammon event involves the manifestation of the SCP products at retail locations. These objects, as well as the packaging used, have a cognitive influence on employees and owners of affected stores. Retailers are unable to perceive the SCP products as unusual or out of place. Money used to purchase these products will vanish the moment they are placed within a register. Credit or debit cards used for the purchase will have the appropriate amount of money deducted, but without any evidence of where the money was transferred. Do you need the popcorn, buddy? Popcorn. Alright, I got you. The first Omega Mammon event involved the sudden influx of anomalous objects at retailers within 40 kilometers of 748. Some anomalies appear intended, while others appear to be a byproduct of the molecular and existential instability associated with most of 748's creations. Purchased items results in 50, resulted in 56 casualties, including 33 fatalities, and requiring an extensive and ongoing cover-up operation. Mammon events have since been reported globally. Site-68 was discovered destroyed and heavily salvaged. Surviving personnel were hostile to recovery operatives, resulting in the deaths of 9 recovery agents and all 12 Site-68 personnel. Approximately 50 other Site-68 personnel vanished before they could be neutralized. Autopsies revealed significant modifications to Site-68 staff, including chemical treatment, lobotomy, and mechanical augmentation. Site-68 personnel have since been classified as SCP-748-5. It is suspected they were converted at least two to six years before discovery, during which Site-68 requested and received advanced equipment that has yet to be recovered. It is presently theorized that this equipment was used to repair 748. 748 is currently in a metamorphic state. Excuse me. 
These shifts lack any recognizable pattern and have resulted in the fatalities of 32 recovery operatives, primarily from being transfigured and incorporated into 748 or through evisceration by the rapid manifestation of pipes and wires. Oof. Surveillance has been rendered... Oh, what's up? <laughs> that sounds like it hurts. It does hurt, I imagine. Surveillance has been rendered impossible with CCTV equipment having been disabled and remote drones quickly destroyed by shift events. Okay, I can come back. All right. Well, that's weird to me because they have technology that they used on Shy Guy that can literally like, detect tremors and stuff moving around. Why don't they just use that? Well, it's all fucked up because surveillance yeah. requires that. That, right. that that surveillance comes under that, I guess. Yeah. Addendum. Audio data was recovered from what is left of Site 68. Low part of a CCTV recorded video. The video itself was too distorted to be of any use, but audio proves salvageable and appears to reveal seemingly one-sided conversations by Dash 4. It's theorized that Dash 4 is communicating with instances similar to himself from throughout the world. It's suspected that Foundation personnel had already been confirmed to Dash, converted to Dash 5 at the time of these recordings. Dash 4 has been recovered stating the followed in over a period of several months. Wake up, Liverpool. It's time to get back to work. A oh, capital idea. Your... We'll corner the market. Rip your land, Liverpool. Ah, Tokyo. You survived. A pity we slept through the war. It would have been a most profitable venture. Be proud, my friends, for the project moves swiftly. The Infinity Engine has been reactivated. The Crucible demands fresh material. We have long awaited for this. The world will be that of producer and consumer, and those who refuse will be industrialized. We're to fulfill our destiny and become one with the free market. Gentlemen, I do declare the factory is back in business. So I suppose that's where the factory comes from. Yeah. And Dr. Wondertainment is fighting him. So that's yeah. cool. So even though this article is a marathon, I do really like it. <laughs> this article is really, really cool. I like it a lot. It's a great story. I'd probably give it a 9, maybe a 10 out of 10. Mm. But it is insanely obnoxiously long. <laughs> I, I won't know about obnoxiously. It's mostly because we're reading it out for a podcast, I think. Yeah, I, I, I agree to that. But it is great. It's fun. I like the lore it builds up for the factory. I like that we kind of get the origin of the factory's return. Mm. I like how they set up Metzger. Like, they they set up a character that doesn't seem so bad outside of just being annoying, and then he's, like, a, clearly a villain that takes over. I like that it's kind of, we kind of, for once, like, there, there are cases where the Foundation have lost, but it's our first time, I think, at least on podcast, seeing an instance of the Foundation. Yeah, getting an unambiguous back. loss. Yeah. Pretty cool. I like it a lot. Yes. Um, so this, this is in the factory more than the first two articles. Yeah, this is like the factory was never really something I was that interested in. This article got me interested in it. What did you say? The factory also wasn't something I was ever really interested in as a group of interest, but this article sort of yeah made me interested. That's basically how I feel about it too. So I'll give it a nine, maybe a ten out of ten. Pretty yes. good. Yeah. So the few there's like a few possible um, origin stories for the factory on the SCP wiki. This is my personal favorite. But, yeah, well, it's the only one I know for now, but I like yeah. it, so I'll go with it. So we're gonna the next the other the other one that I know people are gonna mention in the fucking comments. We will get to that one day when we're a what few series you, forward because I have an what idea. Did you, say you cut out for me. What was it? And so I was just saying. So for pe people in the comments asking when we're gonna read the other origin story, that'll be in the future when we get close to the relevant SCP. That it goes along with a bit. And who knows, maybe we'll eventually get back to Series 2 and one day finally enter Series 3. You're, you're, you're a cheeky fucker, aren't you? Yeah. But you know what? It's all you know what? SCP-2000 next episode. 
Thank what? you for listening to Discovering SCP. Oh, we did anything in Series 2. We kept going back to 1. We, we, yeah, we've been in there for a while, I have to be honest. Alright. If you want to do 2000, let's get it. We'll I've, I've some... said it now. We have to do it now. I've said it. We'll do some Series 2 stuff, and then we'll end with 2000. Unless 2000 is really long, then we'll just do that, and then we'll move on. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening. And for every everybody, I hope you had a good time. Me too. I hope we didn't put you to sleep with that really, really long article. Well, no, because I started screaming halfway through. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that was the there strategy, you, you see, big brain. Well yeah. And to those of you who like to listen to us as you're going to sleep, I'm sorry he did that. Who listens to us as they go to sleep? Come, like and comment if you go to sleep while reading uh, that up. I, I do sometimes. Well, not anymore. <laughs> Yeah, not this one anyway. Did you hear my voice squeak then when I laughed? Yeah, it was adorable. It wasn't. My voice isn't meant to do that. Yeah, it's worrying. Co-host, I could have asked for. All right. So, anything you want to close off? Oh, yes, Tan. We have an announcement, right? We have an announcement. Yeah, remember the thing I told you about? Yes. You didn't do it on the live stream. Do it now. Do it now, please. You have time. All right. Curry, so... the submarine's coming back around. Uh, is this your actual permission? I can't tell do it. Being... Fucking do it. So we're going to make a post in the Discord. The shooting server. missiles! Hurry! We're going to post it in the Discord as well, but we wanted to uh, start an art contest. What? Uh, for those of you out there who love to create pieces of art, create all you have to do is create some piece of like fan work based on something that we talked about or something that's yeah. happened in our podcast, and then post it on Twitter with hashtag discovering scp yeah and then we'll go through it uh about a month from now we'll, we'll probably put an official date up on our discord announcement and the winner will receive 50 dollars to shit. enter just please make sure that you have a paypal and that we can get the money to you because otherwise that'd be really awkward for us if we couldn't see through that so that's a requirement you have to have a functioning paypal that you yeah anything else that's it that's all that's badass thank you so much Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, everyone that subscribed, liked, commented, followed me on Twitter. Maybe follow Darnell on Twitter. I don't know what you're into. You don't want to follow me. All I do is retweet. Okay, him. well, follow me then. You'll get you the same experience. At Anthony Shacklin. Yeah, at A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-S-H-A-C-K-L-A-D. So um, the video is actually going to continue until you hit the subscribe button, funnily enough. Yeah. And also, keep make sure you're in our Discord if you aren't already, so you can stay updated for things like live streams, you can talk to other fans, or to us directly. We're very friendly. A lot of people don't realize that, but we're like the coolest, chillest people to hang out with. Why? You said that about yourself. Uh, well, I said us, so it was about YouTube butthead, so... Okay. Mm. Well, I'm the coolest, chillest guy to hang out with. Alright, well, then you can post the announcement in the Discord. Uh, no, you, you do that. No, you do it. Okay, so I think they've probably subscribed by now, just to shut us up. Yeah. Um, thanks for subscribing. We're going to end the video now. Bye! Bye!